Hi everybody, I am Jen Johnson and you are listening to Thought by Thought Healing, where I talk about everything related to chronic pain and chronic symptoms and how through current neuroscience and through the gospel, we really can rebalance our nervous system and turn down and off, reverse those um, those, those uh, symptoms, so that chronic pain, the chronic fatigue, um, whatever chronic uh, or persistent sy- symptom that you are experiencing. This is all through understanding the mind-body connection and how our thoughts and our beliefs, our emotions, um, all those um, brain functions and how they play out in our body because there is no separation between those two. And I love that in part because in the Bible, it really um, he really does care about our hearts and our minds and, and what we believe. Um, and not as much about our bodies. And I think that's an awesome parallel between understanding the mind-body connection and TMS, neuroplastic pain, and also in understanding um, scripture and and God and what he cares about for us. So if you're a Christian um, and coming at TMS from uh, from that uh, perspective, if that's important to you, then you're in the right place and you should subscribe. And also, if you are listening on podcast platforms, any reviews that you can leave do um, help to get this this hope out there for the millions of people that are in chronic pain. I obviously talk about this because I have my own my own story of healing, and um, that's where the the passion comes from is is the the hope and the change and the redemption, the reversal of symptoms that I experienced that came along with the redemption of emotions and beliefs, misbeliefs, um, things that I understood incorrectly. And so I am hoping to get this out there for other people to experience also. So you probably can hear in my voice that I have a little bit of a cold. Um, just I'm on the tail end of it, so I'm hoping to be over it shortly. Um, but this video is actually a little bit late. I normally release videos at eight o'clock on Saturday mornings and um, it is Saturday afternoon right now and we'll see how long this takes me to actually um, do all the work to get it done. That being said, um, you probably have noticed if you've been following me for a while that sometimes I don't edit out things and I don't um, produce. This channel is not perfect and that is because as a, as a TMS, mind, body, symptom, chronic pain coach, um, and my own recovery journey, I know the importance, the imperfection, um, and the value that imperfection has in our lives, and, and that sometimes we are meant to embrace that and not to um, look for an absolutely perfect product. And so sometimes I release things late or I um, don't edit them, and you'll especially notice that. I think last week I re- released a video that had some audio issues. And um, at times I just won't edit things out. Um, and that's in part um, because um, healing is a new way of life. Um, it is not something you do, a journey you take, and then you are over. It is, it is over. It is learning, oh, this thing is part of too much pressure in my life. And the perfectionism is actually playing out physically in my body. And so I try to embrace that as a daily part of my life and in letting imperfection have its right place. Um, Yeah. So today, I don't want to talk about that at all. Today, I want to talk about this this idea of a flare-up. We often talk about flare-ups in chronic pain and... um, and and they're scary, right? Um, if you're in your healing journey, you're probably listening to this and you um, are maybe are experiencing or have definitely experienced flare-ups. 
And I remember when I was in chronic pain and I first started on this journey, I heard people talking about flare-ups and I thought to myself, I I don't have flare-ups. I'm always in chronic pain. It's called chronic pain for a reason. And so I just kind of wanted to talk about that that idea a little bit. For those of you who are experiencing um, chronic pain, can you have a flare-up? And um, and then also, um, how how do we interact with them? And if you are, if if you're somebody who has intermittent chronic pain, um, this also applies to you because the way that we respond to our flare-ups is is the healing journey. Um, if you don't have pain, you can't practice these tools. And and I know that we want a quick fix just in the same way that when you were pursuing Western medicine, you wanted a pill or a surgery or some really quick answer that would fix all your problems. I'm in the same way healing from chronic pain. It's just not a simple fix. And it does require the longevity of, of learning how to operate in the chronic pain and in the flare-ups. So let's start with this. If you are in chronic pain, what do I mean when I say a flare-up? What I mean by that is if your baseline is here, and if you're listening, I'm using my hands to show a, a specific level. Um, if, you're, if your level of pain is, is always around this point in time, or uh, this scale of, of pain, which we try not to, to give numbers to our pain, but if you're here, and then you experience an uptick, that's what I call a flare-up. That's what I mean by a flare-up, is something that is a little bit worse than your normal. And if you're somebody who has persistent, reoccurring, intermittent pain, what I mean by a flare-up is is if you go a certain amount of time, maybe that's a day, maybe that's two weeks, and then your pain comes back. Um, in that case, I'm also talking about a flare-up. And, um, and, I'm, and I'm serious, Th- that is the opportunity to heal, um, to understand, to get to know yourself, to um, to reach out to our loving Father to ask Him what He has to say about the thing that we want to discover. So there's a there's a couple things that I find helpful to remember when um, um, when I'm working with people to to remember to recall to look at. Um, that was a very long, not very helpful sentence. So what we want to look at is okay. I'm having a flare up. First of all, is there something conditioned that's happening? So I like to look at conditioned versus is there something emotionally charged here that I'm unaware of? Sub- subconsciously, I'm living according to a belief that um, that I didn't know that I have. For example, like I mentioned in my intro, having a um, perfectionistic attitude is um, is really harmful. And I didn't realize that I was a perfectionist. I didn't realize that I was an extreme people pleaser in, in certain categories. And then when I started to do the work, I realized those things. And it came about by paying attention to flare-ups um, in one of those two categories that I mentioned earlier. Um, and yes, when I would have those flare-ups like you, I would freak out. Um, I don't want this. Let's get rid of it. How can I fix it? What can I do to take care and get rid of this flare-up? That's all we care about, right? And and that's perfectly reasonable, and I want to see you in that space, and there's no judgment um, because that's what we all do. Um, but it is it is a chance for you to s- stop, and this can be during the flare-up when you're at, and, and if you don't already know this, if you're in an extreme flare-up, it is okay to just use all the 
the coping mechanisms that, that you've had that you know are not the answer. You know they're placebo. It's totally fine. Use the things um, that get you through that flare-up. But also, also try to freak out just a little bit less, like Dan Buglio says. But also, um, you can use the time during the flare-up or after to say what was happening. And I'm telling you now that it is small things. It, you're not looking for a, my mom just died type of moment. We're talking about little things, and I don't want to put like names to it, but maybe um, something silly that you normally in your previous life, quote unquote, would have overlooked. And now is the time that, um, that we want to just look around and say, what's going on with me? What, what pressure am I feeling? Who am I trying to please? Am I, is my self-talk really nasty right now? Um, is my inner critic like really screaming at me? me? And so what's happening there? Um, we have to remember too that flare-ups are normal. That this is, you are discovering, you are in the journey of discovering that our mind and our bodies work together. Um, so when we experience anything distressing, small, tiny to big, there, there is an effect. And just because you don't feel a fight or flight nervous system dysregulated response does not mean that there is not a warning signal being sent through your body. In the same way that I tell my hand to reach down and pick up this mouse um that is that is an example of uh, a different type of example of the mind-body connection though my brain um is using nerves and um motor neurons to pick up this device and in the same way i don't like i don't feel that right like there's not like this electric feeling that goes through me as i do this thing the same way that warning signal is sometimes not really noticeable but it is very there and very present and you know it by the fact that you are experiencing very real symptoms and so i see um so i see a flare-up as an opportunity to say okay is there a conditioned response and all i mean by that is like classical conditioning pavlovian um uh, maybe you're aware, maybe you're not aware, but our we can we can our brains can be trained to make an association between one thing and negativity, and and sometimes it is an incorrect association. In the same way that Pavlov's dogs were trained to um, to associate uh, the metronome a bell with um, eating, and therefore they um, they produced saliva whenever they heard the bell eventually. And so that is the incorrect association, right? That's not the bell that's going to bring them food and make them salivate. But that bell became associated to um, the dogs as the time that their body needed to have a physical digestion response of saliva when they were, saliva when they were going to eat. And the, and the dogs had made an, um, a conditioned response uh, a connection. And so in the same way our brains can do that, for example, for me, there was a couch in my house that my brain made a connection um, with. And um, and every time I would sit on that couch, I would experience pain. I did not see that until maybe eight months into my journey because I was doing all sorts of other um, work. I see that my video is glitching. Oh, well, I'm going to let that perfectionistic part of me deal with that. 
So you can look for um, conditioned responses. There's a reason that then my brain associated the couch with pain. I'm not going to share that here. But you can look at your own life and ask, what are some of the areas that your brain is conditioned to response? Is it around certain foods? And this can happen if you, let's say you ate a certain food at the same time that you were feeling guilty. And that guilt caused a, a sick feeling in your stomach. And you also ate I don't know, dairy at that time. And um, you created an association. Oh, when I ate that ice cream, I got sick. And now you have this association, this, this um, conditioned response around dairy. This can be true of all sorts of things for me. It was walking. Like uh, walking caused me great pain. And at some point in time, I thought that it was because I was walking that I had pain. It was because I was using my feet and that's not the case. So um our, our bodies are created to move in all the ways. And, um, and it is not a movement that is causing your pain. If you have an injury, this is a different, you should be watching a different channel. Um, but if you have an injury that is a sustained, um, you have a sustained pain response, then, then, then your brain may be um, creating a, a, a conditioned response to how you use the body when in reality it is healed. So first, you have a flare-up. We want to freak out a little bit, then ask, is there something conditioned going on? Something memorized, a pattern, the brain, a neural pathway. So this is a, this is a physical neural pathway the brain is using over and over again. And, um, and we need to teach it to operate differently and to make a different association with the dairy, with the walking, with the couch, whatever it is that the way that you move, the way you use their back. And then second of all, um, is there something emotional happening? And, and this is where to me, like just the, um, the true healing comes in. Um, I that first part of conditioned response. Sure, yes, that is important. That is a, a a base level. You have to look at that part of it. But then also, what's happening subconsciously? What emotion? What belief is in play? Um, what pressures are you experiencing? And for me, I believe that writing is the best tool for that. But um, you are you, and um, you can figure out what works. Um, what works best for you to discover? What what are you thinking about in the moments that you've had that flare up? And so um, I think compassion is just such a big part of this. And like your body is having a response to what you believe or which pressure you're under or how you're being treated and how you're responding to how you're being treated. Um, all this comes back to being empowered. I have an option to change. I can choose to change how I respond to my stressors in life. But if we are always mad at our bodies for having a, um, a flare-up, then, then working, we're working against our own bodies and we are, we are not living in understanding that, that God created our bodies to, as one unit, the way we think, the way we believe. And, and when we um, shame or are angry or try to fix or get rid of the mind-body connection, um, you're just putting your pre a pressure on yourself that, that can't be done. You can get out of chronic pain 100%. I'm not saying you cannot. Um, but what you can't do is never have a symptom. Um, that we live in a fallen world. We live in a broken world. There is sin. Um, and, and we're going to experience um, the distress that comes with that. And so if we, um, if we can learn that the first time a symptom shows up, the first thing we do is we do not overreact. Instead, we are compassionate and say, oh, I see. I'm having an emotional and physical response to what is happening around me um, or in me. In me is probably a more appropriate way of put that, putting that. 
I'm having a response to what's happening in me and and I can um, I can live in understanding that my body is responding naturally and in the way it is created to and unfortunately I live in this broken world and I have to um, I have to feel and endure um, these distressing times and so I hope yeah so so that's kind of my way of of working with a flare-up um, it's not try to not let it be a big deal look at it as an opportunity to grow and to learn about who you are and how your brain and nervous system how you where your neural pathways are leading to and what's triggering them and that way you don't have to freak out you don't have to be so upset when you do have a flare-up so I hope that gives you some tools to put in your little bucket that you can take with you on this journey because um, it is quite the journey. I know. And I know that it's really hard when healing is not linear like we want it to be, but it never is. You are not alone in the fact that your journey is looking like this. And if you look really close at that graph, all you're going to see is the down. You're going to pay attention to the down. But if you step back and look, and if you're doing just slightly a little bit better, then um, if you can if you can find that, the fact that it is getting a little bit better, that will give your brain just a little bit more safety that you're operating within the world in a little bit safer of a way and a more um, a more aware way of of what you're experiencing and, and who you are and what you and what God wants to call you into and and through. So, all right, that is what I have for today. I hope. I was going to say, I hope you have a nice flare up and maybe I will leave it at that because we do need to laugh. We need to laugh and we need to smile and we need to be curious and compassionate when we experience those flare ups. So there you go. Have a good week, you guys. I will see you next Saturday. Bye. So I'm popping back on here to add something that I meant to mention. The reason that this is so important is that if you don't have flare-ups and you're in chronic pain, you there's no way to see what's triggering you because you're always in pain. And that's why a flare-up is such a blessing is because you can actually then look at your life and say, okay, what what changed, what increased, what, what happened? But when we're on a baseline of always feeling pain, we can't, we, it's hard to detect what, um, what is even happening? What's what are we subconsciously believing? Because we're always believing it. But when we have the uptick, it is an opportunity to look at maybe what has changed around you. So I hope that's helpful. Thanks, guys. Bye.